now this is an episode all about how we're gonna take time to play that sacred cow so just sit back relax because i know you envision in the seventh episode we talked about religion Single Sermon Show, Episode 7. We talking about how y'all can get to heaven. One's an atheist, the other's a Christian, the other's an agnostic, he probably won't listen. We talking about God and all that too, and what it means to us and what it means to you. I think you're going to like it, but if not, well, what can I say? We gave it a shot. Single Sermon Show, every episode is different. I encourage you to just give us a listen. And if you really like it, then check us out. Next time you hear us, we might be talking about something different. That's what we do. We talk about different things, and every time a new episode, we give it a swing. So if we strike out, don't worry, just sit back, because pretty soon we're going to be back of it back. Yeah, this is going to go hard. don't want to wait while the you, show you is. This. This, this. This is going to go horribly. I just want to let y'all know that. What the fuck? I, I haven't even done anything yet. Yet. Jesus Christ. Like, do you not? Well, I know you don't trust me, but still. Holy shit. Trisket. Jesus Christ on a Trisket? This is how niggas get struck down. How did he get struck down? Well, he looked at this guy and he said, Jesus Christ on a Trisket. So all the crazy shit happening in the world, that's the thing that God is like, you know what? How dare you? (laughs) You know what? Honestly, (laughs) honestly, that's the thing that's like, I'm moved to action because you didn't curse. You didn't use my name in the vein. You just implied that I was on a dry cracker made of wheat. I, you know, smite, smite, smite everyone. Like that's what gets them fired up. I, I, I (laughs) am the same way my mind works. I get frustrated when people are like, um, God blessed me and my family to be able to get this done. Um, after Devin's surgery, during Devin's surgery, people were like, may God bestow blessings upon you. And it, it just, it really hit me like, okay, so you're saying that if somebody else has a child who's going through the same thing and they die on the table, does that mean that God didn't bless them? Does that mean God doesn't care about them? Like, Blessings yeah. are such a selfish ideal. It's very, yeah, the whole idea is just, it's like, you know. The, the, the idea of praying for something for something that you want seems so selfish to me. I mean, it's like, like vision boarding before people really started with magazines. Like that's pretty much what prayer kind of is. It's, it's vision boarding. It's like, oh, I want this. I want that. If you're okay with it, God. And then you you say amen and you call it. Hey God, I mean, that's... you know, you know, one thing I do now, and I've, I've done it for a couple of years because I just got tired of it. Like people pray to God and they're like, oh God, dear God, thank you for the grass and the wheat and the trees and the cows. Somebody told me once you should talk to God like he's your friend. So I talked to God like, hey, what's up, God? Yo, um, why this happened? Can you give me some peace of mind about why this happened to this person? If you can do that, I'd appreciate it. I stopped asking for stuff because I don't believe it's going to happen. And putting it out wow. there into the asking God, <laughs> asking God for something. I feel like 
asking for material things makes like so I'll, I'll say this and you have to take a grain of salt for a lot of what i'm about to say because i'm an atheist and was formerly very religious but not anymore so i'm, I'm speaking from the place of when i was religious uh i didn't really believe in asking god for material things mm -hmm. uh, because i didn't you know i was always taught that when you prayed to god it was about like advancing god's interests it was never mm -hmm. about advancing your own and so like for me it would be like hey god uh I'm really struggling to eat. Uh, can you help me find a job so I can, you know, have enough food so I won't die going from door to door? Thanks, God. It was a lot of my prayers for that of like, you know, I, I need to eat so that I can't I can continue to be like a servant alive. So how about like, you know, you help me find a way to make more money to eat? It was always more like asking for for like, give me an opportunity or, or an avenue where I can work hard and prove that I deserve to be alive. And I mean, that might be also why I kind of hate uh, all of religious things now is because of that upbringing. But think, that's that's how I was always approached. I think my focus was, my focus was um, helping me find the wisdom to understand my situation and other situations yeah. and hoping that they, that they could find the answers, you know, help them find the answers to their issues. But I mean, to, to, to go back to what Jay was just saying, where he's saying, God, uh, just I just need something to eat so that then I can make it to my job, you know, do whatever I need to do, whatever it may be. That still means that there are kids out there in the world saying that same prayer getting ignored every fucking night. And that's what I'm a, I'm a Christian. I am. I'm a Baptist. And yet and still, the more I think about, it, the more frustrated I get, because people think that because they have this relationship with God, God is supposed to provide them favors. And there's I, I, nothing okay, more mad than what, that. Here's what I would ask. Why not, though? Like what? Like okay. Like no. Here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying. All right. You're right. Okay. Sure. Sure. No one should get handouts. So why not? Why shouldn't God just be like? You know what? It's tough for you. He, you look outside. It's a car. Like look. Why isn't God more like Oprah, where he's like, look under your chairs. It's healthcare. Like just whatever. He's sliding to us. Like why are we not getting favors from God? Like. I, I, I don't understand why the narrative is there's an omnipotent God. It costs him nothing to do anything. And he doesn't do anything. But he writes the narrative that we have to, first, that we have to earn his love, which, by the way, you made us. Like, you should love us because you made us, right? But then secondly, we have to also then, like, like we have to survive in the world that he made for us that, that is not easy to survive in. Why are we not more like, you know, God hit us with favors like i get the like i get the mentality of um i guess was like the prosperity christians because like you kind of feel like that's what god should be right like if we're in a capital capitalist society god is into us and likes us and can do anything he wants to for anyone so why would we not just be just full drip all i mean the time? It, it, it's not that Your difficult should be fat it's not that difficult to to believe that something like that should happen. And that's where you get those prosperity pastors. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I understand that because like, I mean, why, why is the, the, the overarching narrative of God that God is, is really mean? Like, I get right. like, why the, is God like, like a military dad. Yeah. Why is he right? Why is he tough love? Like, why is he the one who's like, no, nah, you got to pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Like, why is God so conservative in all of these religions? I don't understand it. I feel like God should be more like, you know what? 
look, supposedly he put food on this earth for us. You think he'd be like, you know what? Look outside. Well, here's Full another question. Here's another question. Why the fuck did the nigga stop talking to people on earth? Why is the Bible from so long ago? And then all of a sudden, poof, he just stopped talking to people, period. Like, hey, 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 Jay, Jay, check this out. Check this out. I know you're a writer. Hey, can you update that chapter and put in that I don't have a problem with LGBTQIA folks? Can you put that in there? Like maybe Matthew chapter 39, you know, just put that in there real quick. Say, P.S., I'm God. Have no problem with LGBTQIA folks. Um, I'll be real also, with you. you can say fuck. I won't be mad about it. So pe- people have said that God talked to them. Uh, I think Nat- Nate-, Nate Turner was one of those people. Uh, I feel like Harriet Tubman heard God talk to her, according to, to them. So I mean, like that, that I mean, depending upon how you feel about uh, how, those how, stories. But like the people who actually wrote the Bible, why did <laughs> why did they not saying, make like, some depend- updates and revisions? <laughs> so I think that, that that's kind of my point. Like there have been people who have claimed to, like Joan of Arc claimed to have hear. There have been people throughout history that have done things that have claimed to hear God speak to them, and we think that they're fucking batshit crazy. And that's why there's no revisions to the Bible because every time someone's like, "Hey, God talked to me," we're like, "Fuck you." And no, and like we don't believe them. And so it's throughout history there have been people who've been like who I mean you could look at the stances they took and be like yo I mean they were morally correct. And I mean there's also been people who heard God talk to them who did some fucked up shit too. But so don't take that with a grain of salt I guess. But that's what I'm saying. People have been saying that they hear God. It's just we don't believe them anymore. And, and I, yeah. I would argue that the people who heard God back then really at the time people didn't believe them. Right like if book. someone was like, right. I saw a eight, a set, what a seven-headed beast. It was scarlet colored. There was a a woman riding on top of it, and she was just like just drinking the entire time. We'd be like, nigga, what the fuck is wrong with you? And it had <laughs> crowns on his head and horns and paws like a bear. And it's like it, when you hear it, it's like, yo, what? But someone that's someone's that's an entire book. Of the, that's like a chapter or, or verse in, in Revelations. In Revelations, yeah. It's like you, when you. You know, the crazy part is in the midst of all of this and in the midst of me getting angry about how people are saying that they're blessed, too blessed to be stressed and all these church people who are horrible people getting by on what they call faith and religion. At the same exact time, there is literally shit that's happening. It's just like, you know what? I don't like where this is going right now. And it's like, if I hadn't read that book, I wouldn't be this worried. But there's a part about the prices of everything going up. And yeah. Oh, pestilence. Uh, mm-hmm. You'll hear reports of war. <laughs> um, there'll be earthquakes. I mean, people out here eating cicadas. Like, come on, though. That's first of all, people are eating delicious. pestilence. Uh, <laughs> they're delicious. But yeah, they're locusts. <laughs> um, no, I, I think it's. The, the thing that I always try to remember is uh, that was the first thing I was exposed to, right? So that that was my my centered truth, unfortunately, for way too long. And mm-hmm. I measure I still measure everything by what I was taught as a kid. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's I try to remind myself that the reason it, it sounds like it's true is because like that was the first thing I heard ever. Like that was the first memory <laughs> imprinted in my mind. And so now because it's my measuring stick, of course it sounds true. I'm looking for it to be true. Yeah. But I mean, it's just like people who say that things are getting worse and it's like, well, not really. Like it's crime rates overall are kind of down. 
And the thing about that, like over the course of like a the course of like a century, for example, crime rates have dropped drastically. And while there are upticks here and there, uh, it's never at the point that people are pretending that it is. Yeah, here's think, my I question. The, the difference is the difference is um, we we all have cameras and yeah everything in our phones, so we so like this stuff. And crime sells news stories, so now like. There's, yes. You can just scroll forever on Google, just reading about people getting mugged and shot, and and yeah, you know because, it's because because I, I I learned this during the um, bird flu swine flu thing. Mm-hmm. Um, swine flu, shout out to sick and it changes anthrax, everything. Anthrax and all of that kind of shit, where people were buying fucking gas masks and all of this kind of stuff. Um, I I came across yeah. a video where a guy was just Oof. like, "Oh, all of this shit is designed to scare you." Um, because scared people buy stuff. You see people going out and buying gas masks and shit right now. No one needs a fucking gas mask. Anthrax is not that easily fucking available that it, that it is going to come to your regular ass. Like it's this is not something that anyone thinks is actually really going to happen. But yeah. the more they tell you about it, the more you think about it, the more you think that you have to protect yourself, and in return, you end up buying stuff. Like, well, don't toy- worry now. People- People don't. They just completely and totally go the like, opposite. Like, like toilet paper. <laughs> no and one would ever sanitizer. wear a gas mask now. Yeah, <laughs> you can't yeah. even get people to wear a normal mask. Yeah, that, that part. It's just to me. I, have, I feel I that that completely believed that this thing was fake until she had a friend of hers die. Uh, oh. She was completely adamant that she was not getting the shot, and then mm-hmm. a friend of hers died, and she immediately signed up and got her uh, Johnson and Johnson that day. Okay. I, I have questions about like people who keep getting the Johnson and Johnson shot. Like after people, people only want to get that poke once. That it shit. Does. Like, okay. But not as effective, literally kill some people. I'm just saying like, is a second shot like that, that, that terrible. For some people, yes. Like some I guess. People, I, I know some people personally that legitimately have a fear of needles. And the, the yeah. person that I'm closest to, he had a severe fear of needles. And that's the reason why he did not want to get the shot. Okay. But and that makes only sense. Reason, only reason why he got the shot is because his mama made him. Like his mama Wait, was how, like, how did she make him? She was like, well, you know, when he, you know, because he loves his mama, he spends a lot of time yeah. with his mama. But because of all of this stuff, he was staying away from her because she's over the age where this stuff really affects people. And she was like, yo, I'm getting this shot, and I need you to get this shot so we can spend more time together. Oh, well, she didn't make him. She just and and she was like, no, you're yeah. gonna get this shot because you know if you want to spend this time. You know, I mean, she guilted him. I'm gonna die soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah so I'm basically. gonna get the shot. You you gonna get this shot? That's a lot of the reason why I got got mine because my mom got a shot, and my mother is uh, immunocompromised, so like she uh, has a lowered immune system, and so you know, even with her getting the shot, it was a bit of a, a a dicey risk for her to like still be around other people. So I got it. My wife did, so that we could actually like see her. Do you know the reason why I got the shot? I ain't gonna lie to you. Why? 
my boss was offering a hundo if you actually get the shot. Oh well, there you go. You should have <laughs> held out, nigga. You could have got in on some of this. Uh, like they they giving out like playstations and yeah, they giving out. They giving <laughs> like out. You should have held out. Like, <laughs> yeah, and I would have gotten a hundo. So I'm like, I went out and got it early, and now I'm like, God damn it, I could have, I could have been at least signed up for a meal. Fuck yeah. Like yo, it's like why? Why wasn't I a bit more stubborn? They out here giving out weed and stuff. Like, come on, you know what I'm saying? Like they hooking people up trying to get these shots out. I should have held out. And honestly, I I wonder how many people are holding out trying to see like how good the the incentives are gonna get. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we kind of sidetracked. Yo, Derek, um, are you gonna sing a song? Uh, no, I'm gonna ask a question. Why are churches so damn? I feel like Churchy. no hustles. <laughs> oh, because uh, we live in a capitalist society. Done. End of day. All right, guys, this was great. Uh, <laughs> no, seriously, I feel like I feel like I mean that's 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 truly the answer. And, and here's the thing: so we we value money to the extent that we think of uh, places that have more money as being good. So if we went to a church that was very poor and run down, we wouldn't trust it. If you went went to a a church church that's poor and run down here, here's something. So I uh, made a right turn on a red light. Didn't know I couldn't do that. And so I got, you can't do that. Didn't know I couldn't do that. Nope. Uh, and so I had to uh, do community service or I had to pay a fine or I had to go to jail. So I did community service. You want to go to jail? You want to go home? I got right? Wait, wait. What the fuck is up with our system that like taking a right turn on a red light could result in jail time? Uh, California stop. The, uh, the camera caught me not stopping. So. Oh, but st- even then, though, jail time? There was nobody coming. I thought that it was cool. Apparently it but, wasn't. But yes. even, but still, jail time? Yes. Like. You, you, is that an option someone takes to just like just give me the jail time? Yeah, guess. it's like I think they were doing like three months. I got what that's crazy. I got a ticket for not stopping all the way at a stop sign, but like, damn, I ain't they ain't threatening me with no fucking jail time. Three like, fucking hey, months Virginia, of jail time. We talk about yeah. Virginia. Virginia is like really about that life, and like, wait, I ain't even... wait, 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 three months of jail time for a california stop which is in in the state that it's named after yes three motherfucking months of how much how much community service is it then um also what's the fine the fine has to be pretty high too yeah the fine i didn't want to pay i didn't i didn't even think about that one anymore that was completely out of line because in three months like you're looking at like because usually it's like like there's a whole like a ten dollars to a day of time in jail or something like that so if you're in jail so a certain amount of time that's what they consider like writing the fine off but i don't remember quite what the fine was it was exorbitant too but the bottom line is i did community service how long did you have to do community service um december like a whole month yeah Oh, yeah, they did that shit to me for uh, some shit here in Seattle. So, like, uh, community service sucks. But anyway, please. So, why were you at a church for community service, though? Because this church, this poor, rundown, rundown destitute, destitute, nobody loves them. A one-room church. Ooh, did all their clothes hang on to like a cord across the center of the room? Nope, it was outside. Okay. They, this one-room church. That had no AC and mm-hmm. really no real heater. Fed 
all the homeless in their community, fed whoever need to be fed in their community, set up beds for people in their community. All they had to do was come and listen to the pastor preach for like 30 minutes and then they got to eat. The reason why I know this is because after we uh, helped them move pews or whatever they needed us to do, we went to the kitchen and helped them cook. And when they found out I was a chef, then that became my primary job. So for the month of December, I cooked. Mm -hmm. And so this church who didn't have barely enough money it seemed to keep their own lights on, were getting donations and, and really just being a service to the people in the community. Meanwhile, Joel Osteen has a huge ass church. And as soon as there's a flood, he's shutting shit down. Like we don't live here. Like, I feel like that's, and I think that's, that's the thing. If a church is really doing what is meant to be done, it should be kind of destitute. It should be just barely holding together because all this money is going to help others. Mm -hmm. I think the problem is that uh, again, because the society we live in, there are a lot of people who don't value uh, things that are not uh, worth money. Like even, and you know what the weird part is? Trying to say there are people who don't value things that are not expensive. I almost said valuable. And I was like, wait a minute, because I, even I still equate like how much something is worth or how much money something has to its actual worth. And I think that's the problem is that people don't value things if they aren't expensive or if there's not a lot of money involved. But that's not the true value of a thing not of a church or of anything. And yet, I want to go to this huge mega church because I'll be seen going into this huge mega church. And because it's a huge mega church, God must be blessing them more than he blesses others. Not even that. I think people want to be rich. And if you go to a mega church, it's a bunch of people who is a rich church and it's a bunch of people who also want to be rich, especially like when you have kind of like the prosperity wealth. Because, you know, mega churches teach that because the, the pastors are all insanely filthy rich and so like you know they they want money and they want to not only do they want to feel as if it's okay for them to have money they want god's sanction to to get money Is, that's not even just church that's pretty much that describes republicans right that describes everyone their whole, their who, whole who society is, is not, not yeah that's no, everyone no but, no but i'm just like the 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 idea of why Republicans are so against actually doing anything that actually helps anyone is because they believe that is there's there's some sort of way that you're going to be able to pick yourself up by your bootstraps and all of that kind of stuff. And you don't need the government to help you because there is a way for you to attain this if you work hard and blah, 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 whatever. Um, and that's the lie that they tell people. Yeah. And, and then it's, it's that and also... I, because it's weird. I feel like there's some Republicans and conservatives, truly, because that's kind of who we're talking about here. I think there are some conservatives who like 100 percent believe that, that that they because, you know, it's like, well, I did it. I, I no one helped me. And it's because they're they're literally so myopic or so blinded by their own ego that they don't realize that there were handouts and opportunities given to them throughout their entire life. And because they don't see that, they think, well, I did it. It was me. I worked hard. I got this job. I got the college. I did. And so they think it was all them. And the truth of the matter is, is that every step of the way, there were opportunities and people holding them up. But because they refuse to acknowledge them, they think that other people should be able to do that. And then because they refuse to acknowledge that support system that exists for them, that truly does not exist for people of color and for marginalized groups in this country, they think that other people can make it like they did. It. And when they don't see other people making it, because again, we've equate value with how much money you have 
well, these people must not be as hardworking. They must not be as good because they don't have as much money as I do. It's not that they didn't have as much opportunity. This is America. Everyone has opportunity. The problem is that they just don't want to work hard for it. They don't want it. They don't, you know, they didn't put forth the effort. I did. I worked hard and I look where I am. And it's that attitude that is fucking this entire country over because truly it's not that you worked hard. All of us got lucky. Someone got us here. Our parents, our teachers, people who gave us jobs when they didn't have to, people who shook our hands when they could have like slammed the door in our faces. What we don't really do as, as a whole and as a culture is acknowledge that it is a support group that gets you to a point of success. And it's a lot of people supporting you and opening doors for you, not the other way around, not you just bulldozing your way through like fucking Superman. It's a myth. It's a myth that this entire country is built and it's, we're just slaving under it. Agreed. So yeah, what's the show about? Well, religion, I guess. Yeah. Son. Okay, oh, so I want to ask was... some religious questions because like I feel like we have there's a Christian. I feel like you're I I think Scar's agnostic, right? Are yes. you and yes. I and I'm full atheist, so I feel like we have like we have a quorum. <laughs> For three ways of thinking out of a thousand. Um. <laughs> I, think, I think my my personal belief is there has to be something greater than us out there. I don't necessarily think is what's in that book. I guess why? I guess so. My question is why do you think there's something? Why do you think there has to be something greater than us? It's the it's the kind of thing that why I believe that there has to be aliens because if 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 the universe is as vast as they say it is mm -hmm. it's a complete waste for us to be the only fucking things intelligent in it i so the thing that i find most interesting about that is that we automatically dismiss every other form of life on earth as being not as intelligent as us uh simply because they don't communicate like us and because they don't uh move like us and how do we know that we haven't seen the most intelligent or the, the greater thing in the universe that's already exists on this planet with us, but we just don't recognize it because we're not smart enough to recognize it, the intelligence and, and the genius that it is. I mean, I think it's partially because of our, our upward mobility out of the sludge. I mean, um, and like what what has it what, been? What we have, what we what we have, and what we as as humans were able to create for ourselves, like the 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 mechanisms that led us to be here talking so, on so microphones, being in three separate places uh -huh. around the country, like those things make us think that like there is there is there is there a being here more intelligent than us because they didn't do the things that we did. And I so guess the thing, the thing I'll say is that uh, we also are the creatures who are clearly and actively destroying the planet. Uh, we are also the creatures who have ruined and wrecked uh, environments for other animals on this planet. And quite frankly, with the path that we're taking, we're probably gonna drive ourselves towards extinction. So my question is, are we truly the most intelligent if yeah, we can do these amazing things, but we also can't even sustain ourselves throughout the course of, of like, we are gonna be the downfall of humanity. Humanity we, will end itself. I would say that we are the most intelligent, but we also are the most arrogant. 
I I don't think so. I think I think and I think, and I think that is what I think how we measure part. intelligence is flawed. And I, I think fundamentally what we value is flawed. The things that we value and that we think of as being amazing. I'd be more amazed if we could find a way to live in harmony with our planet and stop destroying the earth around us. I'd be more amazed if we could do that because we fucking can't. But we haven't been, not only can we not do it, we are failing at it so, so terribly that in a generation we're fucking done. And it's at a point that we know that and we're still just full speed ahead because we don't know how to stop. And, and it's, I think that, that just it, doesn't strike me as intelligence. I, th- I think it's, I think, I think that also leads to our arrogance, but it also goes back to the original thing that Rashani was talking about, where like, if there is a supreme creator, bringing it back to the religion thing, if there is some sort of supreme creator that could actually speak to someone and like, you know, like it seems, it seems if, if God, the way that God is in that book, um, exists in the way that they say God exists. Um, it seems like we are just a science experiment. Like he got us to a certain point and then he's just watching to see what happens. Um, and Maybe. that, it, just to see what, what is the outcome of this experiment. And then like every once in a while, he, you know, he'll do something like, okay, so like this, this isn't working. So we need to wipe the board with this. So let me flood this bitch out. And like, it's like, okay, so they're still not listening to me. So let me create a being so I can kill him and bring him back. So I could be like, surprise. Like, I, see, like, it just, I mean, a lot of, a lot of things in the Bible just seem mean to me, like, like the, the, the God or the Supreme creator, whatever you want to call him. Um, it just seems mean. Like, you know what I mean? Like the whole story of Jesus is fucking mean to me. Like you created a whole being just to kill him and be like, I'm good enough. I could bring him back. The story of Job, like the idea about like an argument between a, a, a supreme being and a slightly lesser uh, being, it goes like, I could severely fuck this dude up. I could fuck his whole life up and he'll still love me. That just seems fucking mean. Oh, there's there's a point where two children are making fun of a prophet and the prophet turns that around at them and curses them. And then two bears jump out of nowhere and kill the kids. These are kids. They're kids who are just like, ha ha, you're bald. Ha ha, just doing kid shit. And the bears show up and kill them. And it's like, was that really necessary? Could y'all just like a spanking, uh, a tap on the wrist. You had bears show up and fucking kill children just to prove a point. Like it, yeah, it it it, seems, yeah. it it just seems like, and then it's like, and then when like something else, when something else comes up, if they say, well, in the in in you know, you shouldn't worship other gods and all of this kind of stuff, and you know, I'm like, yo, if I was writing a book and about a supreme being, I most certainly would put that in my book. Be like, if any other supreme beings come up, they ain't real. You know what I mean? Like, you should. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if somebody else comes up, like you know what I mean, like I, I'm, I mean, I'm just saying, like somebody else come up. I mean, I'm, I'm tell you straight up, I was actually, believe, I wouldn't believe them. It's scripture where it's like there will be other people who will do signs like these, but you shouldn't believe these people. And it's yeah. like, oh, okay, okay. I mean, he's I mean, but he's not real. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm, I'm you. I'm not saying I'm you, but I wouldn't believe him. <laughs> so check it out there's somebody who's going to show up down the line 
after I've stopped talking to y'all, somebody else going to pop up. They're going to be like, hey, watch this. They're going to do shit. You're going to think they me. Don't do it. You know I'll what? be back. I'm not going to tell you when I'm going to be back, but I'm going to be back. You know what? To your point, Derek, uh, why? Like why, the thief at night. Like not, not just God like talking to us, but like straight up and down, like undeniable miracles. Like if they had not gone away, I feel like. A lot of more people will believe. I mean, like for real, like like not even like uh, consequential miracles, right? I'm not saying bring someone back from the dead or, you know, like uh, heal some sicknesses. I'm saying like, like, just be like, look, 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 look at your water. It's wine now. Boom. Like just that would be enough for or, me. Like, or even shit. better, even better. Hey, 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 hey. You know how I've had California in a drought since you were babies? Boom. All the water's rain. Back. Rain, baby. Look at it. Rain, rain Hella all rain. day. Hella rain. Or, or like you had like a, you're like, oh, is that a pool party function? I'm falling to the pool. No, I'm not. I'm walking on water, bitches. What? Mm-hmm. What? Like. Just it, again, not consequent. I don't know why are all our uh, miracles water based. But anyway, not consequential. Hey, 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 hey! You think you're dry? Guess what? I just peed on you. Water, <laughs> water, is <the> <laughs> water is the giver of life. I don't know but why all of our uh, we should we should worship water. miracles are water based. But, but I, I, I'm, yeah, it, no, it's, it's, to it's worshiping water. What? Get out it's here. I'm not worshiping this on seventy five percent. It is completely unrealistic to expect us to continue to follow the rules and ethics of somebody from time, time immemorial. Could, from a time when you could stone someone for being gay? Exactly, yeah. when you could get a wife just by giving away a cow. When you- Not even a cow in some cases. When you're still pointing out places in the Bible I mean, where they're telling us- I mean, in us, some cases you get a cow back. We're not talking about, you know what? Where's the horn? Um, Where's the horn? Where <laughs> so, is it? So, <laughs> so y'all say y'all didn't want to do the dream team. There no. is the horn. No. There, there. So what I'm saying is, we live in a society that is looking for a miracle because they were told that there were miracles way back. The problem is that now we are so thirsty for a miracle <laughs> that we call, I'm serious, we call everything a miracle. Oh, that baby almost died, but then doctors with years and years of medical experience brought him back to life. It's a miracle. Yeah. Oh, I was. I thought that I was broke, but then I looked in my winter coat pocket and I have $50 and now I can get my kids dinner. It's a miracle. Uh, yesterday oh, yesterday I was I was making hamburgers and I thought I was out of pickles, but I had two left. Mm. It's a miracle. It's a miracle. We have literally <laughs> made it's a miracle into a meme, and and it's not. And what worries me, honestly, I can't get the unbreakable song out of my fucking head right now. Like <laughs> it's a miracle. Even that. Unbreakable. Yeah, it's alive, even that. Damn it. <laughs> but the thing is. Because we're in such such pursuit of a miracle, we're in such pursuit of a hero, like show me a God, that the first person who shows up and actually is able to do something, whether it's God, the devil, or fucking David Blaine. Yeah, I was gonna say Chris Angel, but yeah, yeah I was just gonna make a Chris Angel joke. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, there are people out there right now who are debating whether or not Chris Angel is a fucking demon because he can do illusions. I mean, that's some shit that he does that it's... Like, I mean, the nigga floated. 
<laughs> well, for real, like real talk, I need him at the end of his career when he's all done. You better say something. Re- to release some tricks. Like, nigga, you need to tell me how you did. Like, I'm gonna put you underwater and hold you there, fam. Is yeah, he I the did. one who popped his head off a, a pla- like on a platter on a bus full of people? I feel like that was him, right? Yeah. Was that him? I need him to just at I the end of his career. Like, we need to explain how he did that. That does not involve him sacrificing the goat and making a pentagram. We, out of the we need some more of those specials. Remember, they used to have those specials where no, the, the dude from Penn and Teller, <laughs> Penn and Teller used to. The dude from Penn and Teller was in oh the, the mask dude. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was a dude from Penn and Teller. But um, yeah, we need that dude to come back and start explaining some shit. The mask magician. <laughs> hey. No, so, we don't, because those thing. things were so badly produced. I hated those shows. I only watched them because I wanted to know how the tricks were done. Here's the problem with uh, Nigga, well, the that's internet. why we need him now. Here's the problem with the internet and, and too much time and magicians. All you got to do is type in, is Chris Angel? And Chris Angel exposed. Sadly, Chris Angel is a child of the devil, and his illusions are true to Satan's nature. Chris Angel is preparing the way for the coming man of sin, the Antichrist. Yeah, I like how like Let you can t- be mad at Chris Angel for his illusions, but you but can't be mad, mad at, at Jim Trump. Jordan for his child abuse. You're not mad at Trump yeah. for you're not mad at any of the politicians for building fucking gates or anyone, anyone. Benches. Like he's like ah, he's a child of the devil. What about the one who touches child children? I would tell, you, I would wanna... tell you this. This just happened the other day when we we're talking about people. Um, because you know, there's that video of the guy who holds up some cards, right? It's a video, and he uh-huh. holds up some cards, and some he cards. says, "Pick it, pick know. a card." And then card. he changes the card and, and then like he puts the cards back, he shuffles them, and then he say, Your card is gone. And like there's people who are just like they actually believe that their card is gone. But I'm like, yo, you do realize all of the cards change. So no matter which one you picked, it's gone because it doesn't matter which one you pick because of a fucking camera trick, and all of the cards have been changed. Every single one of them. The all they did was change, like they had a they had a jack of spades, and then they changed it to a jack of clubs. Scar, just, okay. Scar I, I what a, do you want I, more I than a... what do you want more than anything in the world, Scar? Seriously, what do you want more than anything in the world? I, I need a high check because Scar's story didn't make any sense to me. Yeah, that's Am why I just want to pass it. No, you're not okay. Scar. No, what okay, do you cool. want okay, more than no, 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 Scar, Scar, Scar. I said people actually want... believe that this was a what? real thing, and I'm like, what? all of the cards changed. Okay, cool. like, what people, do you want more than anything else believe... in the world, Scar? We're past that now. What do you want more than anything else in the world? And Jay, same thing. Think on it. I don't know. I I think. I think I know. I, I, I mean, I mean, happiness. I mean, dealing with my personal depression. Like, I just want to be free from this. Um, that's that's like one of the top things. Uh, enough money that I'm able to survive without having to struggle. I don't necessarily need millions of dollars. I'm like, I'm cool. Just like, I just want to be able to survive and take care of everything that I need to take care of without without any struggle. And like having to, you know, living check to check, like that type of thing. I don't, I don't want, I don't, I, you know, I want, I want to be healthy and I want to be happy. Like those are the things that I personally want, and I want that for, for I, I want that for everyone, to be honest. But mo- more specifically, in a selfish way, like my myself and my family, and like your families and things of that nature, like people that I know, like, you know. It's 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 that that part's a little bit selfish, but like I think the thing that I want the most is uh, to be to be healthy and happy and not not feel any struggle. Jay, what do you want? Um, 
actually a lot of what scar said i don't not even for me though i i just want other people to be healthy and happy like it's happy to the point where like to i think when i say happy i I don't mean like like just blissfully ignorant i kind of want people to live in a system where they actually can be happy where they're not concerned about you know healthcare, where they're not concerned about how they're going to eat where they're not concerned about how they're going to be able to afford where they live i want people to actually truly be happy and i, I want them also to be at a place where uh, they aren't, aren't fearful of other people just because of how they look or because of you know how they worship or because of who they love or because of even just how they dress i just want people to be happy enough and secure enough in their world so that they're comfortable to allow other people to be happy in this world as well. And truly, I, I, I mean, I'm fine. I'm already healthy enough. I'm going to die eventually anyway. So I'm healthy enough for the moment. And I mean, I'm not starving. And, and despite the fact that I, I hate my, I hate a lot of my job, I'm eating. So I'm not, I'm not at a place where I'm unhappy truly. So, I mean, I just want everyone else to be at a place where they're like, you know, legitimately free from from like a lot of the concerns that come with being alive right now that don't need to exist so here's my theory if you went right now and you ask people what they want more than anything else my theory is that if somebody provided that to them they would treat that person as a god That is how far away we've gotten from what we should actually be looking for. I think that somebody who provides what we want at that one time, we would trumpet them as if we would trumpet it as a hero or as a God. I think we, I agree with you. I think to an extent we, we uh, idolize a lot of people uh, that are just merely talented. Mm-hmm. And especially our country. Yeah. Yeah. Here. Well, I, I was going to say here in America, but then like, I thought, I thought about like K-pop stars and I was like, mm, yeah, other places too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause there's a lot of <laughs> like just celebrity worship. <laughs> a lot. And it, it's not even, it's there's, so here's the thing. Uh, I understand wanting to know if a celebrity is a good or a bad person. So like, you know, I don't want to support somebody who's just running around, you know, like, 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 for instance, I, I'm not watching the Cosby show for obvious reasons. So, I, I mean, I understand wanting to know, like, if someone's good or bad from that point. But I feel like there's this level of, of desire to know details about people's lives and to share in these other people's lives, almost like if you're trying to live through their, their eyes vicariously, that I think is, is dangerous and harmful, not just to the celebrities themselves, but also to the people who, who participate in it. And I feel like there's there's this narrative that gets built and spun out of this where it's almost like the, the idea is to make celebrities feel as much like one of us so that we believe that we can get to that level of, you know, notoriety or wealth if we just, you know, work hard or, you know, make that, get that break, then we can be this person. And I feel like that that's, I don't know. I think that's part of the reason why there's so much intrigue in it. And then the other reason is, of course, because it's like a billion dollar industry now. So now it's, it's, it's self-sustaining. It doesn't matter why we do it. it it's because people make too much money to stop. Like if I'm a paparazzi and I know I can make 
one and a half million or, you know, even just not even that much. That's way too much money. But I know I can make like, uh, you know, my next two months worth of, of food, rent, groceries from one picture. I'm going to be pushy, too. What would it take for you to believe? In God? Yeah. I, and and I, I'm, I'm not saying that like what I'm not trying to convince you of shit. I'm asking because I have an answer what it would take for me to believe in God again. What it would take for me to like wholeheartedly just follow him because I've seen so much fuckery. Not just when Trump was in office. I've seen so much fuckery, period, that I know what it would take for me. But what would it take for you? <laughs> isn't the arrogant answer uh like the person who's like way too arrogant wants like that personal attention from god i feel like that's an arrogant answer um what would it take for me to believe okay let's pop into it uh how about this i am not going to take the arrogant route like god has to personally talk to me um i will say this i would need to see a complete and consistent work that uh you know contained prophecy in it that wasn't spottily well that wasn't like a fortune teller guest where it's just like oh if i get vague enough i can hit it but has some specificity to it so basically if god told me who was going to win the nba finals in 2022 uh like hit me with some some stuff that i can verify in two years (laughs) <laughs> and I feel like I'm joking a little bit about that, but I'm also being a little serious. Like the problem I think I've always had with the Bible is that like all the prophecies that felt like they came true were real vague and also relied upon you uh, structurally believing in the Bible itself. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it would have to be uh, something that a person would have to do this. I, I, again, not expecting God to to speak to me personally, but you know, some dude who's able to, write an entire book and predict something truly happening throughout the entire book without any vagueness, without any like imagery bullshit, but just being like, yeah. So after the Lakers win in 2022 or whichever team actually make it be wild after, uh, after the New Orleans Pelicans win the NBA championship in 2022, the world will come to, then I'm like, all right, now, and then when I see the, you know, Brandon Ingram hit the, the game winning three in game seven. I'm like, holy shit. I feel like I need to go back and revisit this book. And then I, I think I pit. So I guess I'm saying I need some, some specificity from God showing that he is God. You know, that was a lot. I'm sorry. Or I think a, a clear and decisive act that is clearly something that a man can't do can't manufacture can't fake like something like a, a an, an actual miracle and not the things that we call miracles mm-hmm. um but but something like something something that it has to be something clearly above us you know what i mean like it's it's not not i don't know i don't know exactly how to say it but just, just something that's clearly above us that is yeah. that, that you can't that you you can't dispute it at that point like like the the whole thing about the whole thing about predicting the finals in a couple years like something something that's clear verifiable that a man could not do this right 
Like, like if, if a dude walked up to me and rattled off the next five NBA Finals champions, I was like, all right, I'll see you in five years. And you tell me if you believe in God. And then I, they all came true. In five years, I'm like, all right, so I guess I, I got to take some shit back, I said, because... No, that's that's just back to the future, nigga. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's just Doc Brown. He got that nigga, that nigga got an <laughs> almanac. That nigga got an almanac. He out here betting on horse races. Um, uh, Biff, no. Uh, <laughs> but no, I mean, I, and I get, I get that there's supposed to be a level of faith, and I understand that. I think the, the issue is that in many of the cases where I am asked to have faith, uh, there it's in is- in a situation that you wouldn't have faith any other time. Right, and it's like, not just that, but also like it's it, it's so little evidence. Mm-hmm. So like, it, it's like, you know, it still takes faith if, if you know, someone predicts the next five NBA champions. Cause as soon as I said that, Scar was like, nah, nigga, it's a time traveler. So that still takes some faith. And I feel like there's still some faith if if I go to sleep one night and I have a dream that God is talking to me and I wake up, well, all right, I, that's still gonna take some faith for me to believe that I'm not just losing my mind. So I feel like that there's still some faith involved, but there's enough surety to it. Like if I went to sleep and God, God uh, was like, you know what? White supremacy is not that bad. And I woke up, I'd be like, hold up, what? <laughs> and I would have to have faith that God wants me to be a white supremacist. I assume that's what happened to Candace Owen, right? <laughs> I don't know if there's anything left for me. I don't. Yeah, I'm. I just don't. I, I never understood the fact that the slave and the slave owner used the same book. Well, thought I that mean, they were, I, I thought I that their salvation thought that their salvation was coming from the same book. Well, I mean, if you're a Mormon, you were going to get into the lobby. So, but I, I want to retract to something because uh, Derek seems very down about this. How does that make you feel that, like, you, you like, so, because I know for a lot of people, especially for Black people who are active within their church and their community, you know, their faith is a large part of their identity. And it sounds like, like, you're, you're kind of grappling with that right now. Like, there are things that happen uh-huh. that there are things that happen that make you stand back and say, thank you, God. You know, there are things that transpire in your life when you're like, I am so grateful to, that this happened, God. Thank you for this opportunity, God, whatever, because that's how you were brought up. You got to stop and thank God. When Devin, when we found out about his heart. Mm-hmm. It was during a time when COVID was happening. Yeah. Because of COVID, there was um, no school. So when he got his surgery, he wasn't going to miss any school because it was distance learning. Because of COVID, I was working from home. So when he got his surgery, I was able to work from home and still be there to help him out in any way he needed. Mm-hmm. Because of COVID, um, I mean, it, it, it because of COVID, there was no AAU basketball. Uh, yeah. So he wasn't out there pushing himself because he would have been out there playing otherwise and possibly been in a situation where his heart had given out on him. He would have died on the court. COVID killed millions of people. COVID killed millions of people. On the other hand, COVID is the reason why my son is here and good 
a great surgeon. What do I thank God for? That's like the 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 needs of one against the needs of many, right? Well, I feel like in this scenario, the the thing is is that. So how about this? I'm going to approach this as if I believe in God. So hold on, because uh, as an atheist, my 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 initial response is it's random, and you're just thankful that the dice dropped for you. But let's say that there is God, and that let's say that there's God, but there's also a certain amount of randomness in the universe as well. So, I mean, you can still be thankful to God that, for instance, uh, you were able to have a job while you were in a pandemic. It may not be that God blessed you to have a job and then bless others. It's just you're healthy. And ultimately, the reason you have health is because you were given life and life came from God. Uh, jobs are a thing that exists in this society. And we are you live in a country where you can afford the surgery for your country. It is unfortunate for other people that they don't live in a place like that. Mm-hmm. And, and I think if, again, if in the scenario where I'm believing in God, I am more thankful for the fact that, you know, the random events that brought me here were set into motion by God. And I'm thankful for him setting those into motion and for me being here. And, and I'm thankful that I can afford these things. And I'm but, angry for the same reasons. Yeah. And so like that, and that's what I'm saying. And that's, pretty much 100% why I don't believe in God because there, there's not a way to, to cotton that without, you know, and I think that's why the existence of the devil is, is well, in the narrative because then it's like, well, there's a there's a, there's a a wicked one who's like dragging people to hell. And then it feels like, like okay, so maybe it's not all God. We can blame the random stuff on, on, this, on Satan, but even that doesn't bend out because then it's like, alright, so is Satan stronger than God? Why is God letting Satan kill people and fuck with them? And you know, to your point, that's when we get to Job, Scar, where it's like, all right, so God's just doing this shit testing to prove us. a point. Yeah. Like, Why are you testing us? You 100% made us. So I'm live streaming y'all. Go see what happens next. Like there, I well, made you. I can, I know everything. I know all. I can look into your thoughts. I know your future, but I need to see if you're going to be like loyal to me. What? I am. While, while we were next, while we were in Devin's room every single day, waiting for him to open his eyes, waiting for him to breathe, waiting for him to talk, waiting for him to take these steps, whatever they may have been. Nisha and I in this room with nurses and doctors in and out all day long, talking to us, offering us drinks, all this kind of stuff. Nisha's in there as a nurse, so she knows what's going on. And because she's a nurse, she's able to explain to me what's going on. And so the nurses and doctors honestly are being a lot nicer to her because they know she knows what's going on. And so they're giving her inside baseball, which she's been conveying back to me laughing and joking and 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 leaving us relaxed we have a nintendo switch set up devin's in the room playing games we're getting barbecued food and all that kind of stuff and next door there's a seven-month-old baby in the icu in the in the in the infant in the niku yeah there's a baby no parents screaming (laughs) by herself. Doctors and nurses are in there all the time trying to figure out what's going on with her. Nobody can help her. She's in there by herself. While we're next door with our son, she's in there alone. I never saw a parent. And I mean, I was in there in Devin's room. I was walking around getting ice. I was walking around just walking because I needed to walk and think about what's going on and never saw a parent. This little girl 
fighting so bravely for a life that she just got introduced to. Um, and they can't save her. They can't, whatever she has going on, they can't figure it out. And she's just struggling and suffering every single day. And when we got out of the hospital, my mother-in-law said how blessed Devin was. And that we should thank God for bestowing the blessings upon us. And when I closed my eyes, I saw that little girl and I haven't closed my eyes like that since. I've been through a lot of that because, um, you know, Pooh Bear was born early, you know, I, you know, you know, Pooh Bear, Pooh Bear is technically child number four for me and my ex-wife. Mm -hmm. um, um, we, we, we lost a few on the way to Pooh Bear, but Pooh Bear was also born two months early. So she spent two months in the NICU. And I've seen a lot of babies come and go because mm -hmm. they tried not to keep them in the same rooms for very long. They kind of shuffle them around. So, you know, I used to go see Pooh Bear almost every day, just go there. And even before they would even let me hold her or before they would even let me put my hand in the incubator thing in order to, you know, that, that first day, the first day that they let me actually touch her and I put, she was crying and I put my hand over her chest and to just let her know that I was here and she kind of calmed down. Um, and like, I, I could, I couldn't stop crying just for that. But like, um, I seen so many times that I would go one day and there's babies in the NICU and then I come back the next day and they're not, they're not here no more. And it's a baby, it, you know, it's a baby that was, that seemed like everything was going fine. And then all of a sudden, they're not here no more and everybody crying. Um, and I, I've, I've seen that quite a bit and I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying to keep it together, trying to keep yeah. it together. No, but yeah. I've, I've seen on. that, I've seen that quite a bit in part, in like, also like part of me, part of me separating from how I previously felt about God was the day after my son died. Because, you know, my, my son died, his, his heart wasn't developed enough. Mm -hmm. And he was in the womb, he was, it was about six months, a little bit after six months, and he wasn't developed enough. And his heart wasn't developed enough. So, you know, you went to, went to an appointment Everything was fine. She went to go to a follow-up. They couldn't find a heartbeat. Things happened. Um, and then after we go, we go to the hospital and they have to induce the labor because she she still has to actually have him. Yeah. You know, so you know, they they don't they don't cut her open or anything like that. They she actually actually has to have him. And so like just it's just a bunch of us, like four of us, plus like the nurses and stuff like that coming in and out. Um, the nurses kind of felt so bad that there was a, a couple of nurses that would not leave. Um, like when they had to do paperwork and stuff like that, they pulled a chair up and they sat on the side. It was just like, I'm just going to be here for when whatever happens. I'm just going to be here. Um, I later learned that a lot of them were super nice to us because they put a little sticker beside the door. Um, 
to let to let them know what they were walking into. Um, Which is still beautiful. I mean, sorry, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, it is. Well, some some people some people were genuinely nice. Some people it seemed like they were they they were they were trying. Some people seemed like they were trying to be nice. Some people were genuinely nice, and uh, one of the nurses was like, she just would not leave. Um, and, and she helped us out a lot because it was just me, my ex-wife and my um, previous in-laws just in a room waiting for this thing to actually happen. Um, the day after she has to go to a doctor's appointment and the, the, the nurse practitioner is, uh, was also a nun. So we're just sitting there and she wouldn't really let us talk. She just did all of the talking for us. And she just kept going on and on about God's plan and about how this is God's way of taking, it's like, this is God's way of taking care of imperfect children and and just kept going on and on and on about it and wouldn't let us say a word and like we like you know like we if if we could have said anything we would have been like all right cool we got you dog like this is this is painful enough without you putting this on without you putting this on god um you know what I mean? And she just kept saying over and over again, this is God's plan. This is God's way of taking care of imperfect children. Your, 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 your son's going to be fine. He's not here, but he's in heaven. And, and just kept going on and on and on about God's plan. This is God's way of taking care of imperfect children on and on and on and on. You got swung on. And, and, and we, and, and I think both of us, in that moment, just kind of, I, I, both of us just kind of went like, if this is God's plan, if this is God's way of taking care of imperfect children, and we're being told this by a nurse practitioner who is also a nun, how are we supposed to feel about God at this point? You know what I mean? Yeah. We just lost our, we just lost our son. And like, you know what I mean? Like, and then when when they when they when they told me about Pooh Bear and they had to go in early, like I was at work and like I complete I locked the door at work and like I I I prayed so hard. I prayed so hard. It was just like I don't know if I can take this a second time. Like the 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 others were just kind of miscarriages and it wasn't that far along. Um so so it was something easier to deal with than you know seeing your child born and he's not here and like and you're in in like recognizing yourself in that child when that child is born and not here and like i could see myself in him even at six, over just slightly over six months in when he came out, that was me. You know what I mean? Like I could see me in this child and then for you to go on and on and on about God's plan. And it's like, what, what kind of fucked up plan is this? Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Like, and it's just, and 
I mean, later, later on, later on, I had a conversation with someone, uh, actually it was a Jehovah's Witness, um, and she said yeah. that the whole thing about God's plan is kind of, is kind of nonsense. Yeah. God has a, God has a purpose for you and he wants you to fulfill your purpose. Having a plan means that all of this is, all of this is set in stone, but why would he set this in stone and then give you free will? That makes no sense. So yeah. having so having a purpose for you makes makes more sense. And if you if if you focus on like what your purpose on this planet is, then that 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 goes that goes closer to your faith. It goes along with your faith than thinking that all of this is planned. All of this was perfectly laid out that all of this stuff was supposed to happen and this lifeless child who looks like me was supposed to happen. So the, the thing I think that I have the biggest issue with, uh, with that specific variant of God, mainly because I, I believed it for a while, um, is that then you just, it's basically saying random things happen, right? Just random things happen and that's it. So then once those random things happen, all right, well now, you know, uh, you just have to, you know, try to do your best to hit your purpose for God. And then at the end, that's when the reward is. So uh, it's not heaven, just by the way, surprise, it's you, you, you stay here on earth. Uh, some people go to heaven, but not you, you stay here. And um Yes, my issue with that is, so like, you know, we see, uh, you know, children and uh, situations every day, I think that, that like, you know, move us and we, where if, if we had the ability to do something, we would, that presupposes that God just lets all that happen with the idea of like, oh, don't worry, I'll fix it later. But like, can you really fix that? Like, even if you bring... <clears throat> Like, like for people who, uh, so, you know, for death, all right, fine. But for people who, un who go through something extremely traumatic, but don't die, uh, I'm thinking more like rape victims because, you know, in most religions, uh, the, that type of person that people who are victims of sexual abuse or rape are completely done away with, are kind of like swept on the rug. Like, how do you make that right? Like, are you, are you wiping memories? Are you... Like, how does it get made right? Like, and, and you allowed all these things <clears throat> to happen and, and to go in motion. And one of the biggest issues I also had with being a Jehovah's Witness is that there were child molesters that were just running rampant and all that happened. And when you talk to, you know, the Jehovah's Witnesses who weren't child molesters, they'd be like, well, don't worry. At the end, you know, God's going to make that right. How? How does he make that right? How does he make, where I've seen people who were 100% broken by child by being sexually abused as a child and being molested and and they know it and they're you know struggling through therapy and, and trying to like find a way to like you know piece together their psyche and it's like so how, how does that get fixed like do we just wipe you know wipe a hand and then all of a sudden they're whole again and they don't have that memory and you but why would you make them live through that was always my issue for that like, why would you make any of us live through that? And then what, are we just going to like men in black us? Like, I don't, I don't appreciate any of that. And then the, the other point to that, I would say is that the fact that we do have to live through that is what has shaped us who we are. Who are you once you rip all 
the fucked up things out of your life out of you? Are you even still yourself? I never want to do another episode like this again. 100%. Booty podcast, B-U-T-I at gmail.com. Uh, single serving P on Twitter. Uh, Jay's on Twitter at adjective underscore J. Scarfinger's on Twitter at Scarfinger. And I'm on Twitter at Rashani. I didn't this think is we why I'm atheist. It feels way better. Like once you just give up on all this, it's amazing. Like I, knowing that there's no order or like like literally the chaos and randomness in the universe. I just sleep. Like just the idea of like oh like it like it's gonna sound fucked up and I'm sorry in advance for how I sound, said it. But like I I think sometimes like if I'm lucky I'm dead at fifty. Maybe I make it to seventy. But like after that, I'm done with all this. I don't have to, I don't, I'm not going to be back and floating around. I'm not going to be like in heaven or in hell. I'm just going to be done. And I don't have to like, what? I tried. I did what I could for however many years I was here. And now I'm done. And that's actually very comforting. It's nice to know that one day uh, <laughs> I'm going to drive off the road and crash my car and explode it and be like, oh, thank God. thank y'all so much for listening please leave a review on podchaser uh apple podcast uh stitcher or um podcast addict um yeah yeah scar i'll give you the last word My niggas, like I, I ain't got nothing. Oh, you were you were saying something, and then I started talking, so I wasn't sure no. if you had something else you needed to no. say. I think, <laughs> I think I think I'm good. Like we we already decided. I don't think I don't think either any of us really want to go here. I I wasn't planning on being like serious today, right? Like, Nick, we're supposed to next episode. Next episode, each of you, the three of us, bring one song that we want to fucking tear apart now. Scar, earlier you were talking about all the things your man won't do. Jay, just a thought, you know, songs like Comforter by Shy, where they're nah, literally nigga. like, no, nah, we're nigga. not going to get into this right now, but each of us pick out a song and we're going to tear it apart. And that's Wait, the next episode. Are, where are we tearing it apart for? Like uh... my, my song, just, just so you know, my song is You Saw My Blinker Bitch. Nah. Okay, I get it. I got, I got, <laughs> I got the doozy, and it's a song people love. Good. Next week, end of the road. Let's get, let's get busy. I'm we just... are, we coming back <laughs> next week. We will see y'all. Thank you so much for listening. We greatly appreciate it. Y'all be good. Peace. Peace. This is single simulcast. <laughs>